Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of the podcast, and boy, do we have a good one for you today. Andrew, this episode is full of surprises. What do I mean when I say that? Well, for one, Alex, uh, you know what the name of the podcast is going to be, and I don't. So I'm over here, anxious as heck. I've been waiting all week because you like to send me little text messages. Oh, my God, man. One of them just took the lead. (laughs) Oh my God, another one just took the lead. This is incredibly close. I can't believe how close this is. Like you, honestly, this was more exciting than than an actual like NFL preseason game. So I am on the yes. edge of my seat. I can't wait. So yes, this is very much a surprise. But there's also another surprise. that And we the have second surprise is that you have the bidding sheets that Vince and I bid on. So for those of you that are just tuning in for the first time, Splitting my season tickets this year with another fellow listener of the podcast. We bid a fictional $200 to decide on what games we're going to get to go to. And only Andrew knows the results of that bidding war. He's going to facilitate that conversation, like I said, an episode full of surprises. But one thing that was not a surprise is we had a preseason game last week. Andrew, awesome seeing our birds out there. Great being. It felt great for me being back in the link, watching some football, watching our ones play. What is your feedback from the game? What are some things you liked from it? Or break it down for us. Oh, I'm not going to give you too much breaking down aside from the number ones. Because I think like, yeah, I think everyone, you know, obviously we're very interested in how the backups look. But like, to be honest, we want to see how the ones look because we, it's so hard to know what they're actually doing day to day in practice. Are they actually hitting each other? Are they actually Mm -hmm. covering each other? How hard are they actually going? So now you're actually putting them up against other NFL talent. And with that being said, Jalen hurts six for six on the first drive for 80 yards, took a nasty hit, which got Nick Sirianni real, got him a a couple new gifts. I think that that might (laughs) surface on, but like, uh, you know, it was, it was beautiful. It was it was a perfect drive. They it was so easy, and I know they were just going against the Jets. So sure, take it with a grain of salt. But love to see them march down the field. It was great seeing our defense also play well again against the Jets. But like number one priority in the preseason is keep these guys healthy, and I think we came out pretty unscathed. So all in all, very very satisfied with how the game went. We didn't win, but who cares? Honestly, unless you know. Yeah. Unless, you know, some degenerates we might know are, are betting on preseason football, which I wouldn't is, know any of them. <laughs> no, nope, nope, nope. Um, so, yeah. How about you? What you were there? What was the atmosphere like? And what were your takeaways? Yeah, I mean, listen, the atmosphere was great. It it definitely felt like a preseason crowd. I, I was hearing rumors that it was going to be a sold out thing. And, and, you know, there's always hype around that. But uh, actually a pretty decent tailgate. Um, and because the crowd wasn't so big, it was actually pretty easy to get in and out. So it was really good. We made really good time getting down to the city, getting into the parking lot, um, you know, had, had a few, uh, celebratory tailgating beers in the parking lot. Um, it was great. It was great. The atmosphere was great. Um, it was, it was wonderful, but I got a confession to make to you, Andrew. Okay. After last week's episode, I felt that I went really easy on you. 
I'm sitting here thinking about Jalen Hurts scrambling on seven on seven drills when no one's coming after him. When it's practice, you should be giving your wide receivers the ball. Throw a 50-50 ball up. It's practice for the wide receivers as well. And I'm sitting here after our podcast last week saying I should have drilled into him. I should have given Andrew a harder time and we should have debated on this whole scrambling thing because obviously it irks me. And then I'm in the stands and I watch Jalen Hurts go six for six, one touchdown, Dallas Goddard, 158.3 rating. And then I thought to myself, Andrew would have ripped into me if I would have given him a hard time. Now take it with a grain of salt, right? It's preseason. He's back there. He's supposed to be in the pocket. I think Nick's like, hey, you need to show the city that you can be cool, calm, and collected under the pocket. But I will say there was one touchdown that he did run in. He did scramble into. It was a holding call on Lane Johnson, which was really uncharacteristic. Then another one where he didn't get rid of the ball and as a result got hits out of bounds and they called a penalty on that. What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts on the penalty is that sucked. You don't want to see any play like that happen, especially to your star quarterback. And it's like, that's just the thing that you worry about in practice as well. It's like, let's keep these guys healthy. So even during the season, you don't want to see anyone, especially your quarterback, like I said, take a shot to the head. Those are always dangerous. They're hard to watch. They can be very scary long-term injuries. So there's no place for that. Um, So it sucked, but it seemed like, the player owned up to it afterwards and you know, it's football. These things happen. Um, It's pretty ridiculous to be head hunting in a preseason game. So it's hard for me to like truly feel like he had any ill intent, like just trying to hurt Jalen hurts. But um, that's how it goes. Um, What I will say is, and and back to your point about Jalen hurts and scrambling and, and how, you know, even when we were watching the drills take place, it's really getting me to think, and this is getting me really excited. Like, that is just making me feel even more so that our defense is that good where like, especially during practice drills and like he's being told, look, if there's nothing there, if people are being covered, then yeah, take the ball and get some positive yardage. I feel like because he is going up against such a strong defense and practice all week long, such a strong pass rush. He, I just really do feel like it's going to make it that much easier whenever he sees pressure against other teams. Cause he's seeing some of the best pressure that he might see of all NFL teams. And like, I also feel that way in terms of like the defense going against the offense, we have the best offensive line. So our pass rush, like those guys are going to have to really fight to put pressure on the quarterback. So like, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. We're going to be going through the schedule a little bit later in the episode and and we're going to go through wins and losses, but like I am really getting legitimately excited and I really feel like that there's something special here. Um, So yeah, that's, that's, that's that. I hear that. And listen, we're talking about the preseason game, but there is no pass rush in a seven-on-seven drill. There are guys walking at you with pads. And in an NFL offense, right, we're not talking about when he when he played in Alabama and, and guys had two, three, four feet in separation. We're talking about a few inches can make the difference. Tom Brady is standing in the pocket on third down. And throwing that ball with one inch of separation. You remember that game last year when Tom Brady? I mean, Alex, oh, let me cut. We can't compare Tom Brady okay. and Jalen Hurts. Okay, that, that, is, that is a little bit of a stretch. I hear that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I'm looking at the total opposite spectrum of that, of one of the slowest guys in the NFL. It doesn't have to be Tom Brady. But what I'm saying is we have this oh, – Mac Jones, great example. We have this new talent of people that are coming out, and it looks like the pocket passers – are the ones that are making the impact. And listen, 
Jalen Hurts went six for six. I am not arguing with all there. I'm just saying I think he has an internal clock, and once that alarm goes off, you can't script chaos. And that's just all I'm saying. And you even see it in the seven-on-seven drills that when something isn't there, even in a practice drill, even in a opportune situation to show what you have, Quez Watkins comes out and says he's the fastest guy in the NFL. Well, statistically speaking, he should be able to torch any DB on the field. Throw him on a streak route. Trust your guys. Right? I just feel like he has this internal clock where the alarm goes off. He's panicking and what to do. The preseason game did did prove wrong, right? And I think it's good. And I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see he didn't throw to A.J. Brown because – Everyone was expecting the AJ Brown throw. He threw it to Dallas Scott. He threw it to Quez Watkins. Yep. He threw it to Pascal at one point. Like that's awesome. I love seeing it, and I hope he makes that leap. I just had to get this off my chest because I didn't do a good job explaining it last week. I, no, I hear you, and those are good points. I, I would challenge you on the best quarter. Like I don't think that the best makeup of a quarterback is your your Mac Jones. I think like he's kind of a rarity. Honestly, you have him and you have Joe Burrow, and those are two of the younger quarterbacks. But when I'm thinking about, you know. Even Patrick Mahomes, that guy can take the ball and run it at will. Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, obviously, Kyler Murray, obviously. Daniel Jones. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Tripping over his feet, but Daniel Jones. Hey, he the guy can accelerate. Say what you want, but he is good at running fast and tripping over his feet. Um, especially with just 80 yards of open field. Love to see it. Yeah. Which, by the way, I heard that right now Tyrod Taylor is getting first team reps with the Giants, which is just so funny. Like the Daniel Jones thing is it, it's it's been a failure. It's not going to revive itself. At least we are in a situation where we can look at our quarterback and there is major upside. Uh, um, talk I, about somebody that <laughs> is just run into a huge string of bad luck. Tyrod Taylor. So many potential starting opportunities just blown due to un unforeseen circumstances and like he's, punctured yeah, he, lungs and Baker maybe I mean there's just so many things that that came up it's, it's his last two teams yeah I know the last two teams he's played behind Baker Mayfield former number one overall pick and also he was with Buffalo playing behind Josh Allen so you know some of the some guys just do make a career out of being backups Gardner Minshew looks like that's probably what his career is going to look like as it's well a shame. Yeah. um I yeah. forget who the guy was that we brought over to back up Carson Wentz that was with the Chiefs for a long time. He was with Doug Peterson. Chase uh, Chase Daniel was like a career yeah. backup quarterback that we yeah. paid too much money. Yeah. But anyway, I will say I was I was reading up on some of the last couple of days of practice, and apparently Hertz looked awesome today. That's awesome. From what I'm reading from the beat reporters, they said there was a little bit of extra zip on his ball. He was not hesitating nearly as much. And he like even the long ball, he connected with a beautiful, uh, a a beautiful long pass to AJ, AJ Brown today. So it seems like the two of them are really developing a nice, really nice rapport. They also said Devante Smith looked awesome today. Like, like just saying like his body control is just like absurd. And these are things that we've seen, like we know, like the ability just to like contort your body along the sidelines and just, just make these beautiful, just nice catches right before, like, you know, right before going out of bounds. And honestly, they say like Dallas Goddard has been the most heavily targeted, the most consistently targeted player. So I'm really curious to see what, what that, what just the three of these guys are, are absolute studs, but like the three of them, the more that they are, Getting reps in together, you know, hopefully that means that we'll see less hesitation, which could mean less running for Jalen Hurts, which means making you happy, which makes me happy. Yeah. Hey, listen, that that's that's all I want. And and listen, I know we're all hyped up on the offense too. 
You know, the best part about this, too, is when we look on the defensive side of the ball, this guy's really showed up as well. First of all, welcome to Philadelphia, Kaiser White. I mean, what an awesome interception. Um, Jordan Davis was getting triple teamed at one point. Would, I know he, he may have stamina issues when you're rotating guys in and out. Like, he is just going to break down offensive lines. Um, our ones looked great. I mean, everything, everything looked great. The only thing I didn't like about the game, two things I didn't like about the game – one, that Zach Wilson injury was brutal. It doesn't look like he tore his ACL. It looks like he actually will be back in a few weeks. I think they said it was like a knee bruise or, or something that happened. I don't really follow Jets. I could really care less after I left the stadium what happened. But, you know, you never want to see a starting quarterback go down in a preseason game. And uh, Reed Sinet gave him a shout-out last week. Dude looked like straight garbage this week. Um, straight garbage. Straight garbage. Just like dude looked lost. He didn't know what he was doing. He was frustrated. So – Bring out Carson Strong. I want to see what this guy can do. Um, I think we're pretty good at the at the QB two position with Gardner Minshew. But listen, you want to see what some of those other guys can do. Um, apparently, Nate Sudfeld is lighting it up in San Francisco and had a hell of a hell of a preseason week as well. But to wrap up this segment, Drew, and I just wanted to ask you because I've heard some callers on WIP and 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 the fanatic talk about this. What are your thoughts on playing starters in? The preseason you see someone like Jalen Hurts getting hit out of bound you saw Zach Wilson with almost what could have been a year-ending injury um what are your thoughts on that do you think it's worth the risk you know it's I really think it depends on the situation your team's in obviously I think the Jets are a team um where they are not looking to win a championship this year or next year, they are still in the middle of a rebuild. They have tons of young talent. They have a lot of really good young receivers, um, especially. And so to, to give them experience with Zach Wilson for as much time as possible, get as much, you know, NFL speed action as you can before the season, you really don't have much to lose until mm-hmm. unfortunately, you know, maybe you, you do lose someone to a freak injury, but that's, that's the NFL. And that's just like, it's the same with, you know, not to bring fantasy football into it, but like yeah. a lot of the times, you know, in fantasy, it, it's like the teams that just stay the healthiest or the teams that don't suffer a devastating injury. So when you have a team like the Eagles, for example, that are in a position where like they are, I think that they're the favorite to win the NFC East. I know that the Cowboys are still being viewed as maybe still above the Eagles. Um, but I think that when you have a team that there is more pressure on in a sense to be successful, um, at that point, I think it just comes down to coaching. You try to keep them as fresh as you possibly can during practice. I think like playing Hurts for a series is the perfect thing to do. Like mm-hmm. at that, if something happens, you know, it's just like it is what it is. You know, like yeah. you, 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 you're trying to to be careful, and if something happens, it's just it's out of your control, and it yeah. sucks. But like that's that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Uh, with that being said, I don't. I, I think we may see the first team again, probably the same amount in game mm-hmm. two. I think I'd be a little surprised if we see them at all in game three. I don't think we'll see them at all in game three now. But I'm so happy that it's only three games. Like that really yeah. just is such a better. I don't know how I feel about one extra game. Like it's great for the fans, but in terms of like keeping players healthy, yeah. that one extra game is does seem like it. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, uh, but yeah, what, here, what are your th- yeah, I'm sitting here on a Sunday eating chicken wings, and I'm like, oh, these guys can't hang for another game. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my back is hurting when I stand up now as a, as a 32 year old. Um, yeah, I, I I actually do agree with you a lot. I think what's really important for this Philadelphia Eagles team 
is, and they actually said it at the game, we're going to see guys get tackled for the first time this season since like they don't tackle each other in training camp, but if they do, they're, you know, they're just falling over. And I think it is, I think it's really important for Jalen who's entering a huge year, who's not very experienced to be able to look at another defense and not memorize the guys around you. I think it's, I, I think you do have to mitigate risk. I, I mitigate risk, mitigate risk. I think you need to um, get Jalen familiar with game time speed and big boy hits and everything. But I think one or two drives is appropriate. I think, you know, from my perspective, we have to beat the Lions week one and we have to be able to beat the Vikings week two at home in a primetime game. And I think the Vikings are going to be a sleeper team this year. So it's really, really important that we set the precedent that we can beat these teams right up the front or it's going to be this whole entire season of, oh, you have an easy schedule, so on and so forth. Like, I think um, the the reps early in preseason will help instead of us figuring it out a few weeks into the season, which is what like I you don't said, happen. We got to mitigate misc. It's all about mitigating misc. Mitigating misc. If we misc. can, if we can mitigate the misc, then we can win the Booper Soul. Super, sorry, super, super Bowl. <laughs> All right, man. All right, well, speaking of getting tongue-tied, let's make some oh. announcements here. Let's make some announcements on the new name of the podcast. Oh, my God. So we – this was actually a really funny week for us because the people that listen to this, y'all were really passionate about what name you wanted. And we actually wanted to share some commentary with you um on on some of the the people that we have because because i think we can actually like categorize these people into three groups the the birds on a wire people were the most passionate about it being birds on a wire there was a lot of outspoken uh words here actually i actually have a text here um if everyone isn't choosing birds on the wire then get effing lost and then that proceeds to go into a group text about a little bit more on a uh people arguing people were actually fighting about it Sounds like Philadelphia. Sounds like Philadelphia. Here, here's another one from my, from my boy Caddy out in California. Winging it rolls off the tongue better. You're listening to winging it with Alex Foldats and that other guy. You know, yes, sleek. <laughs> it's right there, and you're also known as the other guy. And then another one here is, oh, that's a no brainer. Which one did you choose? Fight or flight? It checks all the boxes. <laughs> and it's shocking to me because I hate all things Philadelphia. That's my buddy Aaron. He's out in Pittsburgh, but he still wanted to vote on here. Um, I had a friend who just like, instead of voting, just decided to rip off like eight names and ask why those weren't up for consideration. He's like, what about a bird on the street? The nest flock of Eagles behind the greens. No one listens. We don't care, which I actually, no one listens. We don't care. (laughs) I actually really like that as a tagline, which also would have probably made more sense for the afterthought. It's like, oh, complete afterthought. No one listens. We don't care. However, I, I think I'm into that. Uh, the bird around town. So again, a lot of birds, this, eagles, that. Um, and, <laughs> Fight or flight made one of my friends. Uh, he was Read it. It's he, so He funny. was like legit. He's like, I cannot stress how little fight or flight makes. I understand eagles fly, but you are not behaving in an evolutionary manner that overstimulates your cerebral cortex into a dichotomy of reactions. <laughs> and I said, I said, Gary, I, I get it. You're not wrong, but like. Do you think anyone else is going to look that deep into this? Um, so again, like you said, the passion was palpable. Uh, I 
said I was nervous earlier in the episode. I actually feel myself getting more and more nervous as it's the time is. I know. We're about You're to tell me what it. it is. I know. Like, so first, like, straight up, what, what, if you could choose a straight up winner, what would you have gone with? I can't say that because oh. I feel, I feel, okay. So, so here, here's, here's the truth of the situation. This was a very close race where actually there is no second or third because second and third were tied. And we had a decent amount of votes. This isn't like we had six people voted and like two voted for for the other ones. There is no second or third, which actually makes me feel really good that we made three wonderful recommendations. By the time the poll closed, the winner had two additional votes. votes. And actually... Each one of these names was the leader at one point, each one of them. So it was really close. And I have to say, um, I don't I don't have a favorite, but I am glad to know which one we are rolling with. Alex, you need to tell me right now or I'm going to rip my shirt off. I'm going to run around (laughs) my my bedroom and just start throwing things. All right. All right. So the people spoke. And the new name of our podcast is going to be Winging It. (laughs) We did it! Winging it, it! Winging It is going to be the name of the podcast. We have a ton of work to do now. We need to think of a tagline. We need to work on... Uh, logo design and have everything but Andrew I can't tell you how relieved I feel that this is done this has been a thorn in our side it's been bothering us we've came up with so many stupid like just like incredibly stupid names and I honestly thought we were never gonna think of one and then when we thought of a good one we'd go to like Apple Podcasts, Facebook, search it, and they already exist. There's already like multiple of them. We have something that's totally original, something that's totally Philly. I'm already thinking of like the silhouette of the bird wing. I mean, there's just so much cool things that we're going to do here. I'm super excited. Thank you to everyone who voted. Winging it is what we are going to move forward as. And you know, aren't we all just really winging it in this life, Alex? I mean, what a perfect title. Do you think do people do people think we know what we're doing? I mean, yes to a certain degree, but that's like everyone in this world, every day at their jobs. We're all just winging it. We're all just improvising. And like you said, I think like the Eagles, the wing on the Eagles helmet, I also think it this opens up uh this gives us a reason to just eat more wings. Like it doesn't even I don't know, like Let's just eat wings while we do the podcast just to feed into it even more. And side note, I have like more friends who are Buffalo Bills fans than anyone else. And they are serious about their Buffalo wings. And I know that they all voted for winging it just because they were hoping for some Bills uh, talk just to just to sneak in. So this is good news, man. This is great news. I'm stoked. Hey, we may have to get uh, cooking with all pops on here and do some sections on winging it. But seriously, though, like I'm really excited because now we can really plan around the segments we want to do. We can think about, you know, some of the uh, wordplay that we'll be able to incorporate, building out some branding and everything. I'm pumped. I love the name. I'm really, really, really excited um, that we're able to do that. It just feels so I I just feel like such a relief. Right. You know what? And if no one likes it, we don't care. No one likes it. We don't care. All right. Well, hey, so that was surprise number one. We're going to take a quick break. Get our buddy Vince in here. Tell him the name of the podcast. He's going to be the first person outside of you and I to know, and my wife, <laughs> um, to to um, know the name of the podcast. And then we're going to do our silent auction. And then I'm going to be surprised. So really excited. Stay tuned. This is the Winging It Podcast. 
And welcome back, everyone, to... Wait a second. Before I reveal the new name, I said release, reveal. I'm like, I'm litigating misc. Oh, my Lord. So (laughs) tongue-tied. I'm still frazzled by this. We are joined by a very special guest. And he was here last year. We loved having him. I hope we have him back again multiple times. He is also Alex's season ticket partner. Vincent Stewart, everyone. I have known... I don't know if I mentioned this last year. Vince and I have known each other since we were borderline in diapers, probably like three or four years old. I've known Vince my entire life. We've been Eagles fans our entire life. We've been talking Eagles our entire lives. And Vince, I'm stoked to have you on the show. Before I reveal or we reveal the new name, what was the name that you voted for and why? What up, gentlemen? Happy to be back. I think the the name I voted for was Fight or Flight with like the PHL or what have you in there. But then yep. I think Dr. Sam had a different spelling that I was like, yeah, that's what it needs to be. I forget what it was, but that was my vote for sure. That should be the hands down winner. I accept no other winners. I, I request an <laughs> wow. automatic recount. All right, if Vince. It's the winner by two votes. There was no second or third place. It was such a tight race, but the winner was winging it. Winging it with Alex and Andrew. Winging it, a Philadelphia Eagles podcast. We're still thinking of the tagline. This has been three minutes in the making since we unveiled it, but that's the new name of the podcast. What's your immediate reaction to it? You love it. I mean, awesome. It's, it's not fight or flight, but I can get down with winging it. There's so much you can do with that. I mean, yep. we all know my man's Alex loves himself some B-dubs. Not a sponsor, <laughs> but there's a, there's a great tie in there. <laughs> I just need to make sure I don't – my calendar is clear for the next morning and I'm at B-Dubs. I just got to make sure I got no meetings before noon the next day. And B-Dubs, of course, is is Buffalo Wild Wings, who we are going to eventually get to sponsor this show because how can they up. not? Oh, my Lord. So, well, anyway, Vince, thanks so much for joining us. Alex, Vince. You both have been well. Maybe more so, your your wives have been waiting for this moment more so than you because they need <laughs> they need to know how to plan their fall, end of summer, fall, and winter. So just to catch everyone up real quick, base this is what we did. I had Alex and Vince both submit to me a spreadsheet. They were both allotted two hundred dollars of fake money to uh, wager on each game, home game. Uh, That way they are able to split their season ticket package and that way they have a say in which games they get to go see. So you both have sent me the sheets. I have all of the wager amounts. We are going to now unveil yet another surprise in the show. And we're also going to go through the entire Eagles schedule and get some win-loss predictions because definitely want to get some uh, outlook in general on what to expect from these 2022 Eagles. So we're going to start week one, which is at Detroit. So you guys can take a deep breath. We are not revealing the first home game yet because that's not until week two. So week one, September 11th, never forget, at Detroit, one o'clock on Fox. W. Oh, my bad. W. Yeah, I think we're both. It's it's (laughs) unanimous. There's nothing really to discuss there. I don't think they make a big enough impact. We squashed those boys last year. I'm going with the dub. Yeah, definitely dub. Though I would... I kind of want like the chaos of a week one loss in ter- in Philly uh, Philly sports radio, especially since it's my first first season in quite some time in the Philly market. I think the chaos for a, for a week one loss would be crazy, but that's a W all day. We beat them by what forty points last night. Yeah, something like that. 
it does feel like there is some weird possibility of things just going absolutely awry, but I, I mean, it, it's gotta be a W. So all three of us putting a win in the, putting one down in the win column, uh, hopefully, uh, no upset to start the season. Let's move to week two, which is a home game versus the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. I don't know why I said Adam Thielen before Justin Jefferson, because Justin Jefferson <laughs> is 10 times better. That is an 8.30 p.m. ABC. What is that, Monday night? Yes, that Sunday night? That's a Monday nighter, ABC. Who else does Monday night? All right. Before we reveal who wins the this this game, uh, what do you guys feel about in terms of uh, is this going to be a win or a loss for the Eagles? You, you said Monday night, prime time, in front of the world against Kirk Cousins, who never wins on Monday night in prime time in front of the world. It's another <laughs> dub. I'm hoping it's an all-black blackout game. Yeah, yes. I'm going to have to agree with you on that, Vin. It's a dub. Prime time, Kirkland Cousins just does not get it done. Although I do think the Vikings are going to be a force to be reckoned with. They're in a lot of people's top tens since Green Bay is really looking to be dethroned since uh, Devontae Adams uh, went over to um, Oakland, Las Vegas, same team. Uh, So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if if Minnesota's a, a sleeper team. We have to win that game. I think we need to start on the right foot. That's a dub. I am in. I am on the same page as both of you. That's a great point, Vince, about Kirk Cousins and Kirk Cousins and Monday Night because that has never been a good combination. So uh, that's feeling like a like a W. So we got two and zero across the board right now for the Eagles. Now, so who's going? Wagering sixty two dollars in comparison to forty two dollars, Vince is awarded the Monday Night Special, and we'll be seeing. The Eagles home opener against the Vikings. He went big, sixty-two bucks. That's there you go, Vin. Just over a third of his budget. That was a big one. Let's go, Mazel Tov, my friend. All right, Week Three at Washington at the Commanders. That's a one o'clock game on Fox. I'll start off. I'm going with another W because Washington doesn't scare me, nor does their uh, Ronald McDonald quarterback. Next, Alex. Let's go to you. Uh, I'm going to say a dub. I'm going to say a dub statement game. We actually have a little bit of a problem starting out quick against Washington over the last few seasons. But, you know, I think we'll get it done. W. And Vince, any any yeah. objections? I, I said this last season. I'm going to say it again. I have a hard time voting against my heart for a dub against that clown. So we're going to go with the dub. <laughs> also, Potentially no Chase Young until like week four. So we don't have that guy chasing QB1. W. That's a great call. Beautiful. So all wins across the board. 3-0. and Great start for the Eagles. All right. Now week four, we go to game two of the home ticket package. Home against Jacksonville. Nice young team. Trevor Lawrence, former number one draft pick. That's a one o'clock game on CBS. Who won? Vince went big on this one also. Vince went big. Actually, the most that he utilized on any game, $76. I know he, I know he, he wanted to go to this. I know he wanted yeah. to go to this so bad. You better put a zero on that. I got to see my man Dougie P come back. Exactly. That's a great call. And Alex, yeah, to your point, only $3. That was a very, very smart yeah. use of I your knew, budget. I knew Vin was going to go big on that one. So just gave him the W on that. <laughs> 
So right now, Dr. Sam, uh, Alex's wife, can rest easy. She's got nowhere to be in the first couple weeks of the season. We're going to wait until at least October. Just know this doesn't mean I'm not going to those games. I'm just not going to be <laughs> in sure. my seat on those games. <laughs> yes. Attaboy. Attaboy. All or right, you can so come with me. Games. Yeah, we'll figure that out after. But you, you earn the rights. You earn the rights. They're going to be in your account. You let me know. It might cost you more than three three fake dollars to go, though, Alex. <laughs> All right. So next game, at Arizona. That's week five. So that'll be at Arizona. That's a, an afternoon game, 425 on Fox. A nice little NFC showdown. I have that game as a loss, and that's only because now the we'll get there. The Eagles have their bye week, week seven. Of the first six weeks, this is the only game that really scares me, and I, it's hard to see them going 6-0 and before their bye. So I'm going to chalk this one up as a loss. I think Arizona is always going to be a, a tough team to go against with their offense, with a, with a great quarterback that's hard to contain. So I'm going to go with the first loss for the Eagles, week five at Arizona. Vince, what say you? Is D-Hop still out that game? How long is he? I believe uh, D-Hop is still out. I want to say it's at least six games. It might be four, but I I think it's at least six. Yeah. I'm going to say that's a loss. Again, I don't see us going 6-0. We always have trouble going out west, especially like Arizona for some reason. So I'll give us a loss. Kyle, like, yeah, uh, QBs like Kyler and like Russ always just like make us look crazy stupid all game. So. Yeah, I agree with both of you guys. I feel like it's going to be one of those games. Everyone's going to calm down a little bit. We are, we aren't going, you know, we aren't superhuman. We'll have to take, a, we'll have to take an L. It actually is kind of hard to believe that we'll be entering um, but with so many wins. But yeah, I'm going to take one L. I was really hoping we would get, you know, one person to break the trend. Because right now we are, uh, what's that? 15 for 15 in agreement so far. So we have the birds at four and one to start the year. Now we enter week six, big game versus Dallas home against Dallas. We got another, we got another winner to announce. So game three, we finally have one awarded to Alex. Congratulations. You're finally going to an Eagles game, my friend. (laughs) Now, Alex uh, went 42 again, just like he did week one uh, on the Vikings and Vince just went blank. Vince yeah. is Vince came with a plan. Actually, yeah, you both yes. have done a very good job of like reading the other person here. Yeah, listen, if, if if Vince if Vince knows anything about me, it's I love talking trash to Dallas fans in front of Dallas fans. And there will be Dallas fans at that stadium, and I will be talking trash. It's just the way it goes. <laughs> Vince knows he gets it. It, it. It's really hard to do this with someone that you just are so in sync with, right? Uh, Vince mm-hmm. and I are always on the same wavelength with like everything. So I appreciate that. I was actually going to thinking of lowering my offer because I didn't think you were going to be offering on that. But hey, first game of the season that I'm guaranteed to go to a Dallas game. Give it to me all day, baby. And that is going to be that's a night game. That's a Sunday nighter on NBC. Yes, so that's going to be a huge game. Ooh. I want to know how both of you feel. Vince, is this is this looking like a, like a dub or are they going to drop the home game to <sighs> Dallas? My heart says it's got to be a win, but we always – I think we're going to split with Dallas, and I think it's going to be the weird we split and win the away game. It's actually almost a little bit sweeter to beat them in their own place, to be honest with you. So I'll go with another L here. Got an L from Vince and Alex. I have trouble seeing you settle for anything less than a W, but let's hear it. Yeah, I think historically we've done a little bit better with Dallas at home. 
Um, so I am going to give us a W here, a very close W, but I think, I, I think we can get it done here. I think we'll be able to stop Zeke. There's no Amari Cooper this year. Um, I don't think Dak is all of that. Um, you know, isn't Michael Gallup hurt again? So like, I don't know who Dak's going to be throwing to and we can stop the run game. So as long as our offensive line does their thing, I think, uh, I think it'll be close, but I think we can, we can bang out a W here. Agreed. I also had them for a W, but it is going both games. It's going to be a crapshoot. It's uh, at the second time that they play, play Dallas will be week 16. Um, so that game's going to have like super high stakes. So uh, ready for some some big time drama to finish the season, especially with those two teams. So. All right. So just to that brings us to week seven, which is the bye week. Uh, looks like Alex Dumb. and myself. <laughs> that's a definite <laughs> win. Uh, well, it's definitely not a loss. So Alex and I both have the Eagles at six and one. Nope, excuse me, five and one before the break compared to Vince's four and two. But honestly, both are pretty sweet. Can't complain with either. Would love to be above 500 going into after the bye week. So now that brings us to after the bye week, week eight. That is a home game against our state rivals, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. Who's going to be the quarterback? Is Kenny Pickens actually the best wide receiver that got drafted this year? Because apparently he's just lighting it up in Steelers camp. That's going to be a one o'clock game on CBS. Let's see who the winner is. Vince bid 31 to Alex's six. So by a landslide, Vince will take the Steelers game. You get to see the Battle of Pennsylvania. I'll start with you, Vince. Is this game going to be a win or a loss for the Eagles? And why did you bid what you did? Um, so I think it's a win. I think we typically do well, even despite coaching changes after buys. So I'm going to take that. No clue who the heck we're going to be facing in terms of quarterback. Could be who my uh, twin brother calls Iron Knees by that point. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Pickens. Pickin? Pickett? Pickett. They have a Pickens, too. They have a picket. So wait, and a one of them's a. They have a yeah. Pickens and a picket. Yeah, Pickens is the wide receiver, and Pickett I think is the QB. That's Doesn't really matter. It's they're they're traveling that six hours cross cross state just to get that L, just to go back to sad old Western PA. Sorry to all the Western PA <laughs> listeners out here. Um, so that's a dub. Why did I pick Pittsburgh? Not for any particular reason other than I. You will see that I overloaded at the beginning of the season. Because as some listeners may know, I have a pregnant wife, so that is due Christmas time. So chances of her getting out past Thanksgiving are slim to none. Chances of her wanting to sit in the cold, slim to none. So that was the strategy. That's what you'll see. And as Solid you'll see, strategy. we had slim pickings overall. Our home schedule this year is pretty bleak outside of yeah. uh, Division It games. is. <laughs> it is. I, I think so – here's what I think is going to happen. I think it's going to be a dreary day. It's going to be cold and wet. And that is the climate of what Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania looks like. We don't do good in that weather. Jalen Hurts is going to be slipping inside and everywhere. I think it's going to be a surprise L from us. They beat us last year. Ben, Immobile, Roethlisberger picked us apart last year. Also, we had Nate Gary blowing, you know, cover one calls. But still, (laughs) Uh, I think it's an L. Do you subscribe to like the Farmer's Almanac? You just know that the weather in Philly is going to be exactly as it's going to be in Pittsburgh on uh, October 30th, the day before Halloween. You're just expecting dreariness. You're expecting goblins. You're expecting just weird stuff, a full moon, the whole nine. I am. I am. 
just yes straight up that is exactly what i'm expecting <laughs> no it's just like it's just weird like every time we played teams from over there the last time we played the browns dreary cold and what the last time we played the steelers dreary cold and wet it's just something that happens with those western teams i'm sorry like western pa ohio mm-hmm. teams it just always happens um, didn't that I think was also a cold, dreary day when we tied the Bengals too, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think it was like a bright, sunny day. No one was at the game, of course. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. I have I have a feeling. I'm picturing it in my head and it's misty, cold, and, and dreary. I'm waiting for Alex to hit on one of his calls. So maybe this could be this could be the week where it's like, <laughs> oh my God, Alex actually made a great call. And he didn't think that I was making some 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 stupid proclamation about something that actually turned out to be true. Anyway, moving on to next week at Houston. I think we're probably on the same boat here. Probably don't have to spend too much time on it. This game's going to be on on Amazon Prime Video. So uh, maybe the NFL also thinks that it's not even going to be worth watching. Um, is it safe to assume that everyone has them locked in as a W against the Houston yeah. Texans that are yeah. kind of just... You know, they have some players, but they are not anywhere close to being a legitimate football team. Easy um, dub. Easy yeah, dub. I think it's a dub, Easy. but it's a short short week, so you could have drawn a much harder opponent on a short week. Because if it's Amazon Prime, then it has to be Thursday game, right? That's a great call. So they're, yeah, they're going so from. We're, so yeah, we're on a from. short week. So we're on a short week. Yep. Who cares about Houston? We t- like, I think Easy last dub. year we got screwed a lot of times with short weeks going against teams that, like, had buys or have long weeks, so. I'll take it. Is Brandon Cook still on that team? Yeah. Brandon Cook is still on that team. They paid him. He is. Has he ever been the same since that Malk hit? (laughs) Brandon Cooks might be. It's like, it's wild, but he might be the most underrated wide receiver in the NFL because the guy just like gets it done every year. Yeah. I I think someone had him in our PPR league and my man just ate up points on a terrible team. Only the Garden only got- weapon, yeah, the only weapon, and my man's was still pulling in, pulling in yards and catches. After that exactly. CTE that Malcolm gave him, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh lord, <laughs> oh god. All right, let's let's move to a big big game, Week Ten home. Now we're hosting Mr. Wentz. We are hosting the Washington Commanders. It's a Monday night spectacular. Let's look at the bids. <laughs> Vince, Vince just knew. Vince was like, "I'm not even going to waste <laughs> oh, my time." Wasted so, much money. Vince, oh. so Vince went with a big goose egg, and and Alex went hard. Went sixty bucks. Went sixty yeah. on the home game and gets the manners. But hey, whatever. A win's a win. You're going to get to yeah. see a game that you wanted to. And uh, yeah, let's. Why? I mean, I think we all know why. But yeah. like, I want to hear from the horse's mouth. Not not calling you a horse. Just a well, second. well, pending what? pending that Carson Wentz doesn't sprain both of his ankles or. Do some goofy stuff, or Sam Howell or Powell, or whatever his backup is, is isn't starting by this. You Vince just knows. I love talking trash at the link. There's just nothing that I want. And seeing Carson Wentz come back in, I want his bones to be rattled. I want him to be scared. I want him to like you know. I just want I just want to haunt this guy in his dreams. And it's a big game. Um, it's a night game. It's going to be everywhere for the world to see. Also, my prediction is a W. I think there's going to be some goofy left-hand interceptions being thrown by Carson in this game. Um, I think we've just shown time and time again that Carson is weak-minded um, and just not a fierce competitor. And I think if we can get underneath his skin, which will happen in Philly, I want to be a part of it. So even though I knew I was probably going to win this and Vince knew that, 
through 60 bucks to ensure that it was a lock to dub. Vince, what are your thoughts? Is this, you yeah. think the another win for the Eagles here? Yeah, no, this is a dub for sure. We're going to be on that dude from, from the time he gets off the bus. It's going to be wild. He thought that we didn't like him when he was our quarterback and was doing dumb stuff. Wait till he's in a, a division division opponent it coming home. This might is this his first time coming back here? Doesn't really yes, much sir. matter. This is when I wish that NFL owners were just like petty like we were and just like put up all of his lowlights as a tribute video at the beginning. Oh, but it doesn't goodness. really much matter. Even if we give him a tribute video, he's not going to be able to hear it because it's just going to be a chorus of boos. Cannot oh, wait. We, we were at the preseason game. We were probably about a third packed, and the boos were were resounding. So I can only imagine when there's a hundred thousand Alex's in the stands waiting for this fool to be announced. <laughs> for the game. What's so great is that the very next week the Eagles are at Indianapolis. So had he been good enough to stick on his former team, he wouldn't have had to travel mm-hmm. to Philadelphia to face the Eagles fans. But hey, that's just a little bit of bad luck. All right. So everyone has a sweeping Washington this season. I think that that when I say that it's it's it sounds much less doable because I just feel like uh Sweeping any NFC East rival is always very difficult. It's like it's almost like a, a win just to go three and three within the division. But with that being said, I think uh, I think the Eagles are good enough to definitely take both games against Washington. So that is a dub for everyone. So now, like I said, next week at Indianapolis, that's a one o'clock game on CBS. I have that game as a loss. I know that uh, a lot of people are not as big on. Uh, not that I'm huge on Matt Ryan. I think Indianapolis is a very tough place to play. I think the Colts are a team that are just um, always... I can't really remember the Colts ever not being good. I mean, even with Wentz last year, it's like they were... Yeah. Until they blew it all at the end of the season, they were a oh playoff my goodness. team. goodness, yeah. Um, so they have you know Jonathan Taylor. Not that I'm... Uh, they're going to need more than Jonathan Taylor to beat the Eagles, but Michael Pittman, I think Matt Ryan is still an upgrade from... Uh, from Carson Wentz. So I have that game as a loss, but I think it could go either way. Um, Alex, what do you think of this game? Yeah, I think similarly to you, I think this is a trap game. I think that uh, Matt Ryan's played us a whole bunch, having a lot of uh, time in Atlanta. Um, They have decent receivers there. They have one of the best running backs in football, probably going to be most people's number one overall pick in fantasy this year. I could only imagine um, I think it's a trap game. So, I, I, I mean, I guess not really a trap game. I think it's a team that's just very good. And, um, yeah, I'm going to have to go with an L on this. Vince, what about you? You're going to break – you're going to uh, go no, opposite here? No, I think that's an L. <laughs> I, think, I think, like, they have a freak in the middle of their defense. That, that dude is just a freak of a human being, instincts and athleticism. And Matt Darius Ryan, Leonard. like, it's still – it's old. But, like, yeah, we spanked the Falcons last year, but that's because he was playing with the JV defense. Like, he still had weapons. We went up, and then we just pinned our ears back and went after him the rest of the game. That's hard for anybody to to do. So, with a much better running game, offensive line, an offensive line that probably – I'm not going to say it rivals the Eagles, but that's a top-tier offensive line. Like, he should be – as long as he doesn't beat them like Wentz seemed to do all the time last year, that should be – It'll be tight, but I think it'll be a win for them. Very good. So that's we all, uh, yeah. Look, we all think we all think alike. You know what they say: great minds. All right. So we all have a loss for Indianapolis. Now we're bringing things back home for another primetime game. That's what one, two, 
three, four. That's the it's week twelve, and this is going to be their fifth prime yeah, guy prime time game. It's insane. Uh, so if that doesn't tell you what the NFL thinks of the Eagles this season, I don't know what does. So this is going to be a home game, a Sunday night game against Green Bay. Mister Rogers coming to town. Um, this is a big draw. So let's see what do we have here. Looking at the results, Vince went with twenty six dollars to Alex's $11. So mm. a little bit closer than some of the uh, previous games we've been looking at, but still a pretty significant win. So Vince is awarded the Packers game. He will see Aaron Rodgers in the flesh without a, without Devontae Adams. Um, without a lot, I think they lost uh, Valdez Scantling. MVS went to Kansas City. So they're kind of a questionable team this year. Um, I'll start it off again because I have them taking an L. I just... I think we are better than Green Bay, but I just I need to put losses somewhere. It's hard for me to look at the schedule and be like the Eagles are going to win 12, 13 games. Like I feel like 11, maybe 12 is rock solid. So I'm going to go with an L for Green Bay just because um, there's really their schedule is very favorable. Um, So, Vince, why did you bid what you did and what do you expect in terms of the outcome? Yeah, so that one I thought was going to be the most competitive between the two of us. I figured that was one where we both think it might be a win, but hey, how many more chances are we going to get to see A-Rod in Philly? Um, he is a first battle Hall of Famer, so figured I'd do that. So that's why I put my money there. It was still early enough in the season as well. But I think my prediction is I'm going to go with the dub. Like I said, A-Rod is A-Rod, but if you're throwing to to me and, and my boy Fi, like at some point something's got to give. <laughs> So. <laughs> Love that. And I'm not so even – I'm going to say this. I'm not even going to see A-Rod. I'm going to see my boy Sewell, a dude that we should have never let go and has just made us look foolish ever since. Wow. Going to the Packers, not even to see nah. Mr. State Farm. No, nah, I'm going to go see you. my boy, my boy, Rasul Douglas. Rasul. Oh, my Lord. Of course, just another uh, former Eagles player yeah, that's that's playing well elsewhere. And Alex, what about you? You looking at a win or a loss this week? Uh, I think it's going to be a toss-up. I feel like what, – what what's my overall record right now? Let's see. Overall record. You have two losses so far. Yeah. So – Give me another L on this. Six, seven. Eight, nine. So that would have them at nine and three on the season after that, yeah. which is where we all have the Eagles at this point. Nine and three through three quarters of the season. Pretty darn good. Um, so this is definitely, as I'm looking at the schedule, the toughest stretch. So, like I said, previous week at Indy, then this current week is uh, versus Green Bay, or I'm sorry, home against Green Bay. And then we're also hosting Tennessee. This is another team that's kind of like the Packers, where they've been a very successful team the past couple of years. But uh, they they lost one of their players. Uh, oh, yeah, he's an Eagle now. Uh, so A.J. Brown will be going against his former team, which is like such an advantage. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's look. This is another home game, like I said. The first back-to-back home game we'll be seeing. So Vince went $5 and Alex went 26 So you guys did a very good job of just not really, aside from week one, that Minnesota game, you guys have really been on opposite ends of the spectrum here. I'm going with a win against Tennessee because their wide receivers are a big question mark. They still have Derrick Henry. You know, everybody's injury prone, quote unquote, but by week 13, who knows how much Henry's holding up. Um, I think Vrabel's a great coach, but I think that after two losses, the Eagles will be ready to take one back this week. So I'm going for a win with the titans 
Uh, Alex, you won this game. Why did you bid $26? And what do you see as the outcome? Yeah, I think, you know, Derrick Henry's a generational player. I just think we're going to be talking about him when we're old men and just been like, do you remember the size and just how good he was? Um, also, the timing is really good here. Um, my wife isn't really privy to going to primetime games. So I just want to ensure that we definitely got her to one. And she's a big Derrick Henry fan as well. So I think she'll be really happy to hear that we got a W on this one. Um, as far as the game goes, it's really going to come down to stopping him, um, you know, pending that he's healthy and everything at this end of the year. Um, I actually want to say we take an L on this. Um, not because I don't want to, not because I won't be there and I, I'm, you know, I'll be cheering as loud as I can and hoping that we go, you know, 17 and 0, like don't get it twisted. Um, but I think end of the season stretch, we'll win some big games this year. We, we, we reset expectations. Um, so I'm going to actually give us an L on this one. I love it. I like when we don't put the same things. All right, Vince, bring us home here. How are you feeling about this Tennessee game? W AJ Brown revenge game. Enough said. Yeah, I can yes. see that too. Yes, and that's the thing. Like, I feel if they can win one out of at Indy, you know, home against Green Bay, home against Tennessee. I mean, even when you're just playing back to back home games, it's like you hope you win one out of two of those. So I think at this point in the season, given their their schedule, I think if they can just win one of those three, it would be a little bit. It would be damage control. So we'll see what happens. So I have Vince for a W against Tennessee. And now, finally, the first game against the Giants. It's week 14, and we have not played the Giants yet. I don't know who makes the schedules, but that's just how it goes. Didn't this happen last year, too? I I feel like we always play Dallas at the end of the season, and I feel like maybe we'll play the Giants like the final week of the season, which which is what we're doing. It's weird. It is bizarre. So this game will be a 1 o'clock game at New York, December 11th. It'll be a nice winter game. Uh, That'll be on Fox. I have that game as, whoa, I actually, I put that as a loss. And I don't know why as I'm looking, but it's probably just because the Eagles are going to lose a heartbreaking game at some point this season. So I'm going to just list it as this game. I don't really have much more insight. We are obviously a better team than the Giants, but um, I'm just going with a loss just as a roll of the dice. I actually don't disagree with you, Drew. I think that... Interdivision games, regardless of how good our roster is, are always different. I think they're always, always, always different. Even when we play the Commanders, even when we play New York, every time we play, even in the Super Bowl era, like when we when we were, we, you're still splitting with those guys. I'm actually giving us an Ellen here too, starting some end of season panic off of a high start. Um, going L here as well. I like that. That's four straight losses, Alex. Yeah. Uh, this city might be completely up in arms. Our podcast might be struggling for listeners if that's the case. So let's. Uh, but but, I, but I, we've I love se- it. we've seen it happen before. So that's why I think I I, I still feel like we're going to go into the postseason. I still feel like we will most likely win the East. Definitely a wild card spot. But I think. Listen, I, I want to give us W's for every single game. It's just not going to be realistic. So yeah, give us give me give me four L's. Nine and five is still is. St- is still sitting pretty as far as I'm concerned. Vince, what about you? Are you thinking this is going to be an upset also? No, so we're going to lose to the Giants once this season, but it's going to be in week 17 because we're sitting everybody. Yeah. This is a W. We always hem in Saquon. Don't care if he's healthy, quote unquote, now. He probably won't be by week 14. And we have a linebacking core for once that can actually chase this fool Daniel Jones down and not let him just run wild sideline to sideline and up the middle. So that's a W. 
Love it. And we we were actually in the first half of the show. We were I, I was I saw today that Tyrod Taylor is now taking first team reps. So it may not even be Daniel Ooh. Jones tripping over his own feet. I know it's interesting. You know, I um, I, I, I always like Taylor. Of course, he's just I, I like the like the epitome of he's just like a perfect backup. All right, so let's move forward. Uh, this so this is. Th- after playing back to back home games against Green Bay and Tennessee, we are on the road back to back to back week. So you guys are taking a little break before you're back to the link. So uh, at New York, then at Chicago the next week. Yeah. So uh, I have this as a W. Chicago is not good. And that is all I'm going to say there. Uh, Vince, going to go to you next. Win or loss for Chicago or against that's Chicago. A, that's a win. Didn't Fields tell, say point blank his team was trash? <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they're, they're struggling <laughs> at receiver. It's it's rough. Alex, how about what, what do you think? And this is where we turn it around. We beat up on some bad teams. <laughs> w, major confidence boost. Love it. All right, we're gonna we're gonna whiz through these final ones here. So week sixteen at Dallas. So how do we? We all took Alex and I both took Dallas for a win the first time, while while Vince took them for a loss. Uh, I do have them as a loss this week just because I think they will split against Dallas. Dallas is still a good team as much as I hate admitting that. So I have them as an L. Um, Alex, what about you for at for this game at Dallas? Going to take it as an L. All right. Typical and split. Vin- Typical split. Vince, are you going to go yeah. against the grain with us again? Now I'm going to go split, but this is the this is my win. It's going to be yeah. so much sweeter. One, it's in Dallas. Two, it's at the end of the year, so it's going to meet even more. Yep, can't Agreed. wait. I'm, I'm like already. That. I'm going to start drawing. I'm going to start writing down my trash talk now. <laughs> All right, and then uh, we have a, we got New Year's football, January first of 2023. Holy moly! Week 17, home against New Orleans. Their quarterback supposed to be Jameis Winston this year. Uh, Alvin Kamara, as long as he's healthy, a lot to worry about. Also, uh, Michael Thomas might be back to form. So this, uh, let's see how you guys wagered on this. Bye. <laughs> By an overwhelming $1 to $0 uh, bid, Alex, congratulations, you win. <laughs> I thought that Vin would be like, nah, whatever, I don't care. Because the only game I took him to last year was this one. So I figured, you know what, I think I could probably beat him out here at the end of the year. Um, I love it. Hopefully we're not make- we don't have any plans on uh, New Year's this year. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Or you just have to keep it going. It's a one o'clock yeah. game, so you might as well just all night. Let the tailgates start at midnight, you know? Dude, I think there's going to uh, be a lot of people dressed up like mummers that day. That's actually going to be a fun game to, like, crowd watch. That's going to be a cool one. I love that it's on 1-1 one, one, and $1 is what won the the game. Um, how do you guys both feel, Vince? I'm going to start with you. Win or loss? I have them as a win. I have the Eagles for yeah, a win. I think that's a win. Yeah, Saints that's a win all Saints day. Win all day. Uh, Agreed. Agreed. And then finally, uh, there is not a time. I guess this will be a flex game of some sort. Um, this will be the final game of the season, uh, home against the Giants, and taking the final game home of a score of nine dollar bid to zero dollar bid. Alex, you will be going through the final two weeks of the season. You better bundle up because January in Philadelphia. I mean, global warming is a thing, but uh, but you're going to be seeing some cold football. There's no there's no two ways about it. Uh, Alex, nine dollars. That was, I mean, still not a huge, a, a huge wager. But uh, yeah, how do you feel about going to the final game of the season? And what if the starters are not playing for the Eagles? Yeah, listen. If you look at my Fanduel balance overall, I'm awful at making <laughs> predictions and bets. So hopefully, most of this is wrong. Um, in the in the sense that I hope that it's a meaningful game. 
right? There's nothing like going to a meaningful game at the end of the season, division rivals. Uh, you never know what could happen. So I figured, you know what? I'll throw more than a buck on this, you know, in case in, in case Vin threw like, you know, five or six dollars down, make it a nice nine. Um, but that's exciting. I'm excited to go. Last year, it was kind of a, a, a nothing game. Um, actually, no, last year's game was when we sat everyone against Dallas. I forget. But it sucks when you when you go to an end of year game and no one's playing. So we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but hopefully it's meaningful. And Vince, uh, it'll be meaningful. Win or loss, all right? It'll be meaningful, all right. Easy loss because we're playing our third stringers, no namers. Because mm. we're just we have a first round bye, and we're just chilling, letting QB one just ice ice down for the the playoff run. But it's going to be meaningful in the sense of. We're going to lose this game and keep our boy Wentz out the playoffs. That's what I'm going to say right now. It's going to happen again, and I'm all for it. Alex, this game could be a steal. I mean, I hope that it's not a dramatic finish to the season where the Eagles are in a situation where they need to win that game. Uh, But if it is, then you basically are going to be seeing a a playoff game, and you bidded uh, only uh, 4.5% of your budget. See that quick math? Nine out of 200 is 4.5%. so congratulations. I'm going to now let's let's talk about which games you guys are both going to. Quick overview. So Vince, you will be going to the first two home games of the season. That'll be the Vikings and then the Jaguars. Alex, you will be going to see the Cowboys, the third home game. Then Vince, you'll be going to the Steelers. Then Alex, you'll be seeing Washington. And then Vince, back to you, you'll be seeing Green Bay. So this is nice. You guys will be going pretty alternating weeks, which is good if you don't decide not to go together, of course. Um, so then, Vince, after week 12, after the Packers, you're done, my friend. It's, uh, it's the, After that, Alex will be going to see the Titans and the Saints. Yeah, so he'll, he'll be at home with the crying baby. Yeah, so he'll be, I, I will be busy. He'll be all right. <laughs> that was right. well planned. And to add on to that note, uh, just some quick win totals. So, Vince, you have the Eagles winning 13 games. I have them winning 12, and Alex, you have them winning 11. If any of those three happen, I think that we're in for a fun season. And even looking at the beat writers, the lowest win total I've seen has been 10. So I think that we're in for a very exciting season. We're going to build off of last year. Final thoughts, Vince, I just want to say thank you again for joining us. Uh, Before we leave, I just want to know, I don't know, man, like just, just, just hit me with just, just give me anything. Just what, what do you want to say before you, we get off? Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I'll be back as many times as you want me. Uh, I'm excited for the season. Can't wait to to share in the the seats this year with my boy AF. Going to see some games yes, together. Sir. Going to take wifey to a game at least. Um, but see the birds in all their glory. Prime, I think we both get at least one primetime game, which is great. Nothing yep. like the energy at the link or in Philly in any any primetime sporting event down in Philly. So can't wait for that. But 13 wins, 12 wins, 11 wins, 10 wins, those are all playoffs. It's just a matter of whether you're playing in the first round or not. So can't wait. Love it. At this point, Alex, I think I'm spent. I don't know about you. There have been in, in, in so many surprises. And uh, I, how do you feel at this point now that we have our new title and now that you know the games that you're going to be going to? I'm emotionally exhausted. <laughs> This has been this has been so much in the making. This is great. It's gonna be the best season of the Winging It podcast to ever exist. Yeah. Um, it's awesome, Vince. Stoked to split these games with you. Figure out what that looks like uh, logistically. And um, yeah, thanks for everyone to listening. 
and we will be next we will be back next week with a new episode that's right this is alex and the other guy <laughs>